In today's episode, we'll be discussing Don't Breathe 2, directed by Rodo Sagaris. Written by Fide Alvarez and Rodo Sagaris. Starring Stephen Lang as Norman Nordstrom, aka The Blind Man. Brandon Sexton III as Raylan. Madeline Grace as Phoenix. Adam Young as Jim Bob. Bobby Schofield as Jared. Roshi Williams as Duke. Christian Zagaya as Raul. Stephen Rodri as The Surgeon. Stephanie Arcilla as Hernandez. Diana Bobnikova as Billy. The movie was released on August 13, 2021 on a budget of $15 million. Music was by Roque Baños. I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Alright, bub. You ready for this one? Yeah, man. Alright, you can't breathe the rest of the episode. I'll I try say, that. I <laughs> you can talk, but you can't breathe. You're a swimmer. You can hold your breath. <laughs> You're going to start turning blue in the face. Okay, you can breathe. I was kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> You're stupid. We're talking about Don't Breathe 2 today, which is a sequel to... What was it? What when did the first one come out? Do you remember? Off the top of your head? Was it 2016? I think it was. It was. <laughs> you hear that audible? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get it out. I was holding my breath. <laughs> uh, yes, it was. It was 2016. And that one was directed by Fide Alvarez, which mm-hmm. is the guy that did Evil Dead. Right. Which was one of the most fucked up movies I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Like, you haven't watched it yet. I have, have you? Yeah, I have to see the one you're talking about. Oh, yeah. That's harsh. Not not the Sam Raimi Evil right. Dead. This is the one that they rebooted into a semi reboot kind of right. sequel. It's really weird. Gory as hell. Like, there were parts that were making me literally gag. Yeah, I have to check it out. So they went and did this one. Fidel Alvarez wanted to go prove that he could do a movie without really too much blood and gore and make it still scary without oh, all yeah. the supernatural elements. Awesome. Killed it. Like, they absolutely yeah, killed it, it in that first one. Yeah. I wish I would have seen it in theaters. I watched it at home before we went and saw Don't Breathe 2. Right. So did I. And it was it was creepy, but I feel like with an ambiance of a theater, it would have been that much creepier. Yeah. This one wasn't really, I don't want to say scary, because it didn't creep me out too much. It wasn't as creepy as the first one. No. Because was, you kind of, I mean, honestly, with sequels, you know what's you know kind of going to happen. Yeah. Exactly what to expect. I mean, you can watch any horror movie and kind of pick out where it's going to happen. It's very rare anymore, especially if you watch a whole lot of horror movies where you're going to get right. Woo, was not expecting that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Halloween did that really well at certain points. It, it, yeah, it did. And then, and even you know, in the last one, it did the same thing. And A Quiet Place was pretty good right. at that, too. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. this one, direct sequel to the first one, mm-hmm. uh, it starts in a similar vein with a, a, a woman. In the first one, he was dragging a woman up the street. Right. And then skipped back in time. This one showed a woman crawling across Actually, the street. Actually, a little girl. Well, you didn't know that at the time. Well, yeah, you could tell. I, you I really could couldn't because it was a good distance away. Like, they kept it kind of ambiguous at first. But when they really zoomed in on the second part of it, I was like, oh, shit, that was a, it was like a two-year-old little girl. Yeah, I could tell. So, really, I don't know if I was just paying. I was more like, like, what the fuck are they doing here? Yeah. Like, are we doing the same thing as the first one? Am I in right. for the same ride? No, because immediately I thought, it, I'm like going, oh, my gosh, he had somebody, you know, somebody had a baby and they're trying to escape. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I thought, yeah, too. That's yeah. Like, yeah. 
So this one is directed by the guy that co-wrote the first one with Fide Alvarez. Right, so okay. they switched off. Right. And actually, a cool little fid, uh, tidbit for you. Fide Alvarez had the idea for this one when they were finishing up the first one. Mm-hmm. And he told it to Sam Raimi, who I think produced the first one and this one. Right, okay. And he said, that is probably one of the best sequel ideas I've ever heard. Yeah. And this is the guy that wrote Evil Dead 2, Spider-Man yeah. 2, like some of the best sequels of so, all time. Yes, exactly. And he's over here like, that's a really good fucking sequel idea. Like yeah. that, that, that brings some credence to this and, movie. And honestly, it was. Yeah, no, it was a solid sequel. Not, mm-hmm. not like Empire Strikes Back no, solid, no, no. Oh, no. but solid. Like, <laughs> yeah. Good follow up, fun Here's ride. Here's the thing. Compared to most sequels that we get from horror movies, especially. Yes. It was way above everybody else. Oh yeah, it's way above their pay grade yeah, at that point. Exactly. Yeah, they uh they div- There's very few horror movies that make solid sequels exactly. that can continue the story in an effective manner without right. underselling what they did the first time. Right. Now, like we talked about, the biggest part for me going into this movie obviously was how do you make a guy that was such a douchebag in the first movie who literally kept women in his basement, artificially inseminated yeah. them to get his daughter back, wow. that one of them killed. Like, yeah. fucked up shit, right? Mm-hmm. How do you make him an antihero? Well, they kind of found a way. You do? Kind of. don't. Yeah, and they, then you do. You can't forgive his past mistakes. Yeah. But he is not made out to be the bad guy in this movie. Right. I he, mean, he did something messed up. The directors and the writers did an excellent job at flip-flopping your loyalties. Yes. Well, I don't know. I never really flipped from his loyalty because like for like the briefest of moment, but like yeah. you could tell something was up from the get go. We'll get to the spoiler the parts. The guy in a was, yeah. The, well, yeah. You could tell something was up with the fought with the guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it was like, okay, maybe it's because he's well, a drug addict. It, I don't know. Like I said, we'll get to the spoilers in a bit. Cause yeah. there was, there was red flags mm-hmm. from pretty much minute two. Yeah. Like yeah, what yeah. the hell? But as far as horror movies go, wouldn't necessarily call it more of a horror action movie. Yeah, suspense movie. This guy, horror. Stephen Lang, he's a badass. Oh, I love this Straight dude. Straight up a badass. I, I mean, you, in Avatar 2009, right? Yes. He's going up against giant blue big fucking aliens. Mm-hmm. And dude's not batting an eye. Like He's not, like, come on, motherfucker, dude, I'll hold my breath. Point. Yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> care. I'll, I'll beat the shit out of you while I'm holding it's my breath. Exactly. And he's that coming back. one of the best scenes. He's coming yes. back for the other Avatars. And he, yeah. he straight up died. He got he got he bit gutted, it, yeah, yeah, with a giant ass spear uh-huh. through his chest. So, yeah, how he comes back in those, I'll never know. But I don't know either. Stephen Lang is an amazing actor. Yeah, and his raspy voice that he did—you did it really well. Go ahead, throw a line. Put you on the spot. I'm, you need to run. Kind of like that, yeah. Don't come back. Yeah, yeah very raspy. Very raspy. You very... could tell that this was a very old man. Mm-hmm. That really shouldn't have much fight left in him. But fuck, was he a tough-as-nails old bastard. Yeah, exactly. And then there's a scene where the bad guys are broken into his home again, and they're trying to, you know, get to him and the girl. Mm -hmm. And they look, and they see his, you know, he was a seal. They see his his medals and the flag and everything they gave him. And they're like, oh, fuck, this guy was a seal. No wonder why we're having such a a problem getting to this guy. The one dude goes, he's a dead seal. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and then okay, he, buddy, he, he fucked you up about ten <laughs> yeah, minutes later. Exactly, <laughs> he didn't just fuck you up; he fucked you yeah. up. Like there was not much left of that dude after that. No, combatment. It's a bad deal. Oh, it was horrible. Um, it was pretty. It was pretty gritty at moments. I would say, yeah. not over like overly the top gross. There was no. one scene in particular that kind of like I was like, ooh, that was that was a bit wild. 
yeah. but okay. When he uh, rearranged the guy's face with, with a, a shovel? shovel. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. Just, that was, <laughs> just sliced him up. That's a whole bunch. Yeah, of no, that was... And he That dude got fucked up from the second he first came into contact. And Stephen yeah, Lang's character never has a name. It's just the blind man. The well, whole movie. Ah, it's Norm Normstrom. Really? When yeah. did they give him the name? He's It's named in some stupid, obscure part. Uh, you, you see it on some kind of paper or something like that. Okay, well, in, in the credits, they name, yeah. just name him the blind, blind man. man. So right. I guess I wasn't really paying attention that closely to that. Right. I was just more enthralled with how the fuck is he going to get through this madness? Yeah. Because, I mean, this is a straight-up blind guy, and they never oh, yeah. shy away from the fact he's blind. Mm-hmm. But he, that guy that he fucked up with the shovel, he super glued that motherfucker's nose and oh, mouth shut. Man. This dude had to get a freaking screwdriver shoved through his cheek just so he could breathe. Oh. And then he cut open his own mouth back yeah. open so he could get it he was start a breathing. Tough fucker too. Like that is I mean, these guys were you could tell ex military, like they yeah. didn't give a shit. We're gonna do our job. Exactly. Come to find out there's a lot more to deal with them that makes you understand why they can handle the pain. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he 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 puts the hurt on some of these dudes. Oh. On all of them. He puts the hurt on most oh, of them. Yeah, no. Yeah. And they think there's only one person he doesn't put the hurt on physically, but somebody else does, and then yeah. it goes a little further with that. So I mean, and his the girl that played Phoenix, Madeline Grace, mm-hmm. whew, she killed it. Yeah, she did a great job. Like, I don't know what's up with child actors lately. Yeah, they are, they are nailing it. Hey, getting it done, man. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like I mean, absolutely killing it. Like you felt you know, a lot of child actors in those positions you know, would have overacted. Yeah. Well, you have to compare part. yourself to work with Stephen Lang. Yeah. You know, it's hard not to overact at that point in time. Right. But she, she was, went for it. Yeah. She did everything the way she should have done it in each scene. Right. Played off, you know, she wasn't too, oh, I'm too kitty, but she wasn't too like, okay, he's, he's, you can, he's trained her to be just calm, incredibly efficient. calm, efficient. Yeah. Efficient. Right. In, uh, really dangerous situations you know well that's that's how you're introduced to her is his dog is chasing her down right and she's pretty much come to find out she's going through a trial run Mm -hmm. and he's trying to teach her and he he will not let her leave the house right until she's passed his tests right little does he know that his tests are about to come real life scenario right yeah you know he uh for all his negatives in the first movie Mm-hmm. He really does try to be a good father to this girl. Right. And you can tell by that that he probably was a very good father to his daughter. Right. You know, and his original daughter. His daughter's death really affected him in right. a hugely oh, no. negative it, way. It, broke and it really his makes bowl, you dude. think what you would do if you lost a kid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. me cra- personally, I could never imagine losing my son. Yeah. And I've already made the threat to my wife that if something ever happens to my son, like, I'm ending the world. Like, I will go on a rampage. <laughs> yeah. And it will not be pleasant. So, you know, I couldn't imagine. Like, I really couldn't. I probably wouldn't go to the lengths he went. Right, no. But I just, it, the world shattered at that Hopefully point. Hopefully not. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, yeah, you can't realize that pain until you go through it or something like and that. And that is the pain and I never want to go through. speak, you know, on that. Right. But, yeah, it just seems like he would have been a very good father to his original daughter. And that just broke him, just cracked him. Right. And he was leaking all over the place, man. Yeah, and he got he got messed up in the first movie. Oh, yeah. So this dude can take a beating. Yeah. And he does in this movie, hardcore. So real quick, the guy that directed this movie, Roto, oh, I'm going to butcher this last name, hmm. Sawaguis, he's a mm-hmm. Uruguayan screenwriter and director. He worked with Fidel Alvarez on all his movies. So he co-wrote okay, yeah. Evil Dead. He co-wrote Don't Breathe. This was his directorial debut. Nice. 
That is impressive. Very this was impressive. his directorial debut because there was not much to nitpick when it came to the pacing. No, I think the acting, none of it. And I think you know probably as probably should have he probably leaned heavily on the two big guns that were you know producers. Yeah, you know, he probably relied on Fidel Alvarez's and Sam Raimi's yeah. experience. So I mean, it, it, you know, but that in it, into itself, you know, is the mark of a good director. Yeah, I'd because, be curious to see where this guy goes next. Yeah, because you know, you're not sitting there thinking, "I am the director. I have this vision, and I get right." Know, you know that the vision was to continue on what they did in the first one, you know, I, and keep that pacing, keep that uh, type of suspense, the style, going. yeah, the style. aesthetic of it, yeah. I really appreciate the fact that Fidel Alvarez, you know, and him work so closely together that they can switch off like that mm-hmm. yeah, and let the other take impressive. the chair and that you really impressive. don't feel like they skipped a beat. You know, I was thinking about that same thing for the, uh, we're going to review Free Guy here. Right. Next. And the same thing for Taika Waititi being in the movie. Right. Under a director. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Yeah, but Taika Waititi does a lot of acting stuff. Oh, yeah. So like yeah. He, he did IG, what was it? It was well, I forget the number sixty eight or something like that. Yeah, in the Mandalorian, he did, and he, he killed it. Yeah, like, everybody remembers he's that done robot. Done a lot of acting, done a lot of it. Now you know Jojo Rabbit, of course, too, uh, and one we don't talk about, Green Lantern. Yeah, I know it's it's a it's a terrible thing. I love the and fact that him and Ryan Reynolds, you know, did that movie together, and now they're yeah, now they're doing this, yeah, <laughs> and then said, they did that. We are redeeming ourselves yeah. from this. Shit. Don't worry, we got you, people. We're we're back. <laughs> But anyways, back oh, to this movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Fuck, highly brutal. Like like you said, that he yeah. rearranges one dude's face with a shovel. And it, it, there's some close-ups of it at one point, like from an angle. Mm-hmm. And you could just see the damage he wrecked. Oh, yeah. So this one leaned a little more into the blood-heavy aspect of it. But right. not too over the top at no. certain points. I mean, there was one scene I can say was a bit much, but nothing mm-hmm. crazy that we really haven't seen before. Yeah. So getting into the heavy spoilers, obviously... Um, you know, his daughter in this movie turns out not to be really his daughter. Right. He found her when she was two crawling away from a house fire. And you're led to believe that was his house. Yes. Because it was like a similar type street. Exactly. All the houses around it were downtrodden, like his house Mm -hmm. in the first movie. So you're like, oh, okay. So this is not actually his daughter. And the people that are raiding his house... The dude that's leading them is actually her real father. Right. And the reason that they, she can tell is because he she has a streak of white hair in her in her hair. Same and his. Her, his, her dad has the same skunk look going on, too. Right. So when you first meet him, like, he's in the bathroom after she comes out of the stall, washing her hands. Yeah. And he's just standing there like a creep. And that was, like, red flag number one for me. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, there was a hint at the beginning of the movie where they were watching a newsreel. And there's this, mm-hmm. they're looking for this doctor who has been taking organs out of children illegally. Yes, yes. So you're like, man, I wonder if this guy's like the head of that. And then they mm-hmm. zoom in on his truck while he's driving away to follow them. And he's got like a cooler in the back of his back. truck. So you're yep. like, oh, fuck. Okay, that's what's about. They're trying to go yeah. get her organs. Yep. Like, that's fucked up. Okay, I can get behind them being the villains now. Yes, exactly. And then here comes twist number one. It was actually her dad. Just trying to get her back. back. Exactly. And, then, and then you find out that Stephen Lang kind of kidnapped her, but really just kind of rescued her because her, yeah, really her dad went to jail else. for the yeah. house burning down. He was a, he was cooking in the basement because her, mom, her yeah. mom died in the fire and he went to jail for that whole time. Right. 
So he got out, and the only reason he knew about her is because she went to the house to go visit when she was out and about with one of Stephen Lang's quote-unquote friends, I guess. I really yeah, don't know the dynamic there. Uh, she was a, uh, what you call it, a horticulturist, and uh, she'd always bring flowers and stuff, and I think he had some something that he would give to her. Oh, he would sell plants because he yeah, had a greenhouse. Sell plant. yeah. That's right, because he had a greenhouse. So she would deliver uh, all his stuff, um, and, you know, she'd go to the house and take flowers and little m- trinkets as a memorial to her mother. Right. You know, and that was, you know. Well, you heard noise house. in the house when Phoenix was dropping out the flowers right. from her mother's grave. And you're just like, what the fuck was that? Like, I my first reaction was like, oh, shit, her mom is still alive in that basement. Yeah. He, so his too. fire didn't kill her. Like, uh, she's still there. That was some crazy Come to find out too. it was just her dad. Right. So, you know, they kidnap her back from Stephen Lang. She kind of like goes almost semi willingly, mm-hmm. but then they're throwing Molotov. The, you find out in the cooler was Molotovs. So right. you're like, okay, this gives credence to their story. He's just exactly. there for his daughter. Yep. You're like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to get back behind this again. He throws the Molotovs in the house. He thinks Stephen Lang's about to die. Some twists and turns that I don't really care to get into too much. Like it was, it was all tied together neatly in a package oh, with yeah. the dog. I mean, that's just yeah. how it would be easier just to watch the movie and yes. I can get on to the, the nitty gritty of it because there's a right. lot. The next twist and turn is that her mom is actually still alive. Mm-hmm. She's dying because she got all fucked up from the house fire because they were cooking meth and it yeah. burned her lungs and all this. She has a lot Get of internal damage. poisoning from it. Yeah, like she's that. all nine kinds of messed up. Yeah. The reason they wanted her back is because they're going to take her fucking heart out and give it to her mom. Yes. That was like yes. the biggest these twist and turn. These are like, really great people. Yeah, these are, these are parents awesome of the year parents. right here. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Fuck, I'm back on board with this dude. No, yeah. Like, I don't care what he's done. Get that girl out of that situation, bro. That is like, you know, the ultimate in saying, okay, yes, get behind this dude over here. Because you don't know, you're like, who do I root for? And it's like, oh, clearly, I can't root for the kid killing parents. (laughs) Right. Well, see, I was was always kind of on Stephen Lang's side just because you could tell something shady was with with her dad. I knew something shady was up, but I mean, I thought, you know, when it was, he was up there and you knew it was a gang house, gang place, a meth place, you know, so I thought it was just those things. I was like, okay, she's going to have a horrible life here. Yeah. But then it was like, you know. Oh, they want her heart. She walks downstairs and is walking out (laughs) and the mom starts singing this song she sang to her when she was a kid. And she remembered, it's like, oh, Lord. (laughs) Here we go. Yeah. And she's like, you have the greatest gift you can give me. Please give it to your mommy. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I turned to you. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on here? And then she's all drugged up on the table. And you're just like, oh, they're going for the gusto on this one. Like, they're going for the full tilt. Hey, the saw was going. Yeah. If Stephen (laughs) Lane hadn't shown up when he did. And the fact that he can track these people down. Like, like I said, everything in this movie, the fact he's a blind man, they played it up. Like, realistically to a T almost. Well, their dog brought him back. Yeah. Because they left the dog to burn (laughs) in the house. Yeah. That was funny. Um, so it was just twist and turn after another. And then, you know, the mom and dad ended up dying. Like the dad accidentally shot the mom because Stephen Lang threw smoke bombs everywhere. Right. Just blinded the dude as best he could. Yeah. Because he has the advantage in the dark, obviously. Exactly. The dude ended up shooting his wife. Yeah. And like going ballistic. And the only reason every, everybody in his gang was behind this was because she was the cook. They couldn't sell product without this. So that's how fucked up these individuals were. Yeah, where they were willing to let, and the Lord knows how many kids they had abducted to that point oh to, try to, gosh, to try to get a heart. to get a heart. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Oh. So these were all very, very bad people. And then at that point, it all clicked in my head. I'm like, okay, like I could see how you could sell him being 
a hero of sorts in this tale. It, right. After the shit he's done, you know, and he knows what he's done. Like, yeah. there is some sadness in There's his eyes. There's a eye. montage well, of, of <laughs> I almost it. said yeah. sadness in his eyes. Oops. <laughs> There's kind of a, you know, a little, he gives a little speech about how he knows what he's done. Yeah. And who he's been, you know. Yeah, he knows who he is. Yeah. He's not going to regret it because that's just who he is. Right. But, you know, there was, he, he ends up dying at the end. Like, he gouges mm-hmm. the dad's eyes out, which was, oh, man. that was one of the parts that I was, was just real. like, ooh, ow, because the blood started streaming out, and you saw yeah. the goo come out when he yeah. pulled his fingers out. I was like, oh, he literally popped that man's eyeballs. Yes. Like, and there ain't nothing left. The other one to me, too, was her hacking that woman's arm off. Yeah, so she was, she was <laughs> handcuffed to her mom. Her mom was in a wheelchair while the dad shot yeah. the mom. Yeah. She fell into the pool and the daughter's holding on because there's an empty pool in this place. Yeah. And the daughter's holding on and she grabs a freaking saw and starts cut sawing off her mom's uh, arm. Was that, it was like machete. And like, it was a machete. Was, yeah. yeah. I was like, God it. damn, we're going for full saw moments yeah. here. Like, holy shit. So she starts to saw the mom's arm off. Doesn't quite get it. And she falls into the pool with her. And they're like, it's right. a deep end. That's probably like, oh, what, yeah. 16 feet deep? It's about, like, about 12. 12 yeah, feet deep. Yeah, it's a, 12, a diving sure. pool pretty right. much. 12 feet. Fucking just... Oh, that was gnarly. And then oh, she yeah. gets up and she's talking to Stephen Lane. He's all fucked up at this point. Like, he's been oh, yeah. beaten, stabbed, shot, shot like I all mean, of it. Oh, it's, it's and nuts. you're thinking, oh, there's, he'll be okay. Like, it's not that bad. Like, he's losing some blood, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Turns out the dad that got his eyeballs popped out still alive and he stabs him did. in the side. Yeah. And then she stabs him with a machete. Yeah, through the ba- oh, man, oh, back. Oh, man, that was crazy. Yeah. That was brilliant. He was he, about to uh, cut Stephen Lang's throat. Yeah, he so he falls into the pool next to the wife. Yeah, and they're all just they're they're gone. Like that's yep. it. They're done. That's it. And then Stephen Lang dies in her arms, and he's pretty much telling her, "I was like, I'm not a good person, right. but you redeemed me." Right. And then he dies in her arms. I'm like, okay, that was a very fitting end to this man's tale. And it's a good thing. I, I you know a lot of these uh, movies get prequels or sequels, excuse me, and they want to go on to another one. And another one. Right. And another one. It's a good ending for that that uh Well movie. this isn't really a guy that you could follow around for no multiple sequels. Because no, there's I only agree. so much you could probably do with this character. Now don't get me wrong. What they managed to do with the sequel is impressive alone. Yes, I agree. If they wanted to find a way, I'm sure they would have found a way, but I think you're running into the Michael Myers, yeah. Jason Voorhees it's type like, setup where on. at one point is he not a human, human being? Is he anymore. just a, exactly. a mystical creature that's right. just fucking people up for fun? Right. Yeah, I agree. Dude's brutal though. Like, goddamn. He was tough, man. He was, he was well skilled. He was smart too. Like everything he did, there was purpose to it. He had and a certain that, set of skills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went on Liam Neeson. Yeah. I think he would have taken Liam Neeson at that point. Oh, hell yeah. God, dude, that was brutal. But you know, the, the, it just goes to prove how fantastic this movie. Like, we're not really quite doing it justice. No, I think you got to see it. I mean, yeah, really. this, is, this is definitely a movie you have to see, and yeah. I definitely recommend seeing it in theaters because mm-hmm. the ambiance really I, helps. I do too. This I is one too. of those movies. Like we've talked about this before, horror movies in general lend themselves to theaters most of the time. Unless yeah. it's just a crappy horror movie, you know, going in. Because it's a strange place. It's not the comfort of your own home. Right. It's, yeah, yeah, it's dark. Yeah. The ambiance, you have other people around you. Like, right. it's just creepy. This is definitely one of those movies. Like I said, it's not a true horror movie. Like, not once did I really jump. Right. It was more just, like, horrific and ideas. Yeah. That's a very good way of putting it. The concept was <laughs> very fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah. Very, very fucked up. Um but the the just the writing alone and the, like i said the mm-hmm. way they tie it together it's right. literally like a perfect bow over yeah. this movie 
Yeah. They didn't leave anything to no. chance. Everything was spelled out perfectly. Yep. Everything wrapped back into itself. No holes, no... The twists you know, and turnies didn't feel too yeah, overdone. Like, exactly. it was just one thing after another. Like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, there yeah. we go. How's that going to... Oh, that's how yeah. it's going to work. Yeah, okay. Good to go. Yeah, I know. It was, it was solid. And like I said, the direction... Mwah, perfect. Because yeah. you didn't have to suspend your disbelief too much. No, you really I mean, didn't. There was just like, okay... There are sick fucks out there that would do this. And there are crazy ass people. What <laughs> the fuck? This could happen. What? This movie's sitting at a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Stephen Lang remains a thrilling, that? imposing presence in Don't Breathe 2, but his se- the sequel story strains to find a sensible way forward for his character. I What's the score? Disagree. What's their audience score? I don't know. Let me go look. Uh, the rating is an average rating is a 5 out of 10 based on 33 reviews. Oh, that has to have been updated. Let me check. Because there's no way. Wow. There is no yeah, way. That's. I mean, I've been wrong before, but there's no way. Rotten Tomatoes. Mom. Yeah, it doesn't deserve that. Well, it's in at 51%. All right, hold on. Let me get out of this crap. I don't want ads. Leave me alone. Don't breathe too. Okay, audience score is 89%, which I agree with. Yeah. That exactly. I agree with. And this is just, yet again, proves the disconnect between critics audience and audience. And critics. Right. Yeah. Um, now, it, it clocks in about an hour and 38 minutes. Mm-hmm. Did it feel like an hour and 38 minutes to you, or did it seem to go by a little no, faster? It went by faster. I mean, I it was plenty of movie, though, for this kind of movie. Yeah, no, that was perfect runtime. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't feel like it went too fast. It was evenly paced. You know, they didn't skip anything. Like, if right. it would have been any longer, I feel like it would have been overdrawn. Mm-hmm. If it was any shorter, I feel like something would have been missing. So they, right. they hit the mark on this one. Yeah. And, you know, like I, I said, that just goes to... I really cannot wait to see what this guy does next when it comes to directing. No, I can't either. I mean, if he can do this with his this first directorial, I mean, the first first movie he's directed. Yeah. Now him and Fidel Alvarez are teaming up again. They're co-writing, and Fidel is directing. Mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, that's gonna be. Great. And they're ignoring everything else besides the original movie, kind of like Halloween. Right. I think so that would be great if they if they are even remotely close to what David Gordon Green's doing with Halloween. Yeah. Run for a ride. Yeah, indeed. I mean, he he brought back Evil Dead. Yeah. And with a vengeance. I, I still can't believe you haven't watched that movie. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Gruesome. I'll, I'll watch it sometime this week. That's fair. You, you'll like it. I, like I said, it's creepy. Don't yeah. eat or drink anything while you're watching it. Yeah. It was uh, gonna make you gag at sorry. certain points. It's just... Like, I said that, and I went to, into the theater with popcorn and drink. You're like, I, can't, I can't do it anymore. That was... <laughs> there was a certain scene that I'm thinking of in particular, and you'll know it when you watch it. And just when you see it, you can't unsee it. Right. And put it that way. Bit rough. Bit, bit rough. Um, nothing really like that in this movie, thankfully. Now, what he can do with a hammer is fucking impressive, though. When he whizzed that hammer at oh, that yeah. dude's head. Oh, no. When he shoved that <laughs> bell down his throat. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. And, and tracked him oh, that was some That was some Navy <laughs> Sea sh- shit. Like, that was, oh, that was badass. He tracks this dude and says, Wow, there you are. <laughs> the hammer. Oh, dude, there, nice stuff. There was some, I'll, you know what? I'll give it. There were some tense moments, but nothing absolutely like, oh, they're not going to make it out of this. Right. Yeah. You, you knew it was going to, ha- you know, these things were going to happen. I mean, the one part, she didn't make it out of the uh, yeah. container. Uh, really almost unscathed. Yeah, unscathed. Yeah. She almost drowned in there. So she was close, but he yeah, got her he out got in time. Yep. 
Now he he definitely showed the Oh, he fucked that dude up. Yeah, he blew his ass up. Yeah. And like I said, that's why he he planned out everything. Mm-hmm. Like in the moment, just adapted and overcame and that's what Navy SEALs do. Oh yeah. Like I've read some books about Navy SEALs like Lone Survivor oh, and heck yeah. Uh, what's that book? Uh, All the Jocko Willick uh, the, uh, stuff, yeah. Uh, fuck. Extreme Ownership. Yeah. Like, just hearing some of those stories those guys went through, like, they Man. are so quick to adapt and overcome a situation. Like, that's what right. they're trained for. Yep. And this shows with this guy. Now, obviously, it's a it's a movie, so different type of situations. Right. But still cool. Now, Stephen Lang is coming back, like I said, for Avatar 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's read all the way up to the script of Avatar 5. Man, how like, many are they going to, man? I love Cameron. Like, Cameron man. comes out with some great shit. But damn the balls on this guy to be like, I'm going all the way up to fucking Avatar 5. Jeez. Like, how? How are you going all that way? Like, you made the first one and what was it? 20, 2011, 2012? Right. No, I'm a liar. Was it 20... Um, was it 15? No, it wasn't 2015. Dude, it was yeah. 2009. Wow, dude. So we're like, yeah. what, freaking 12 years later? And we're just now, not even, this movie's not even coming out this year. Avatar 2 is coming out in 2022. Yeah. And that's pending any of their delays. Right. So now he filmed Avatar 2 and 3 back to back. He's doing post production on them, but by the time it comes out, the, the first one came out 13 fucking years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You cannot. <laughs> You cannot be that overzealous about your own project where you think you can go all the way up to five. Now, like Marvel, yeah, they could do something like that. Hell, Star Wars, absolutely well, they can, could do yeah, something they can, like that. But, but because they can do the phases, you know what I mean? I mean, like Star Wars is just an ongoing saga that has been successful for, you know, many, many years. It spanned decades, you know? Right. Avatar was a... Good movie. I thought it was a good project, but it was a very oh. hit or miss movie, you know, to certain fans. Right. Well, so, I mean, I remember when it came out, it was a big deal. Yeah. And then well, going to see it in 3D was really cool. Yeah, that was the first exactly. time real D 3D was done. Right. Done right. It was filmed for right. that specific yes. uh, venue. Everybody else that tried to follow suit kind of fucked it up. Yeah, and they did. really just oversaturated the market with it. Mm hmm. I mean, I yeah, can't there tell were you how many stupid movies, there movies that were real D three. Yeah, you didn't need that. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Now these next two, if he does them in real D three D, I'll go see him in real D three D. Right, because they're meant for that. But I just don't know how he's gonna. Avatar seems like it'd be cool for maybe a trilogy. Mm-hmm. But five? That's it. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Can you name any movie series? I mean, Sand Star Wars that went on for five movies. That stayed solid all the way through? Not all the way through. Okay, Sans Halloween didn't. No, fuck no. God no. Get all the way through. No, I'm 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 watching all the original Halloween movies. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I, I first one fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Second one, eh, it's all right. Third one, I enjoyed more than the second one. Yeah. Like that's I could see why it's a cult classic, and I wish they kind of would have stuck with that anthology series mindset. Right. I just finished the fourth one last night. Fucking sucked. Oh, that was such a hard watch. Like. I turned to my wife. She was sitting there reading a book while I was watching. I was like, I can't do this. She goes, why not? I was like, fucking horror people movie are so damn stupid. Like, it's making yeah. me angry it's to watch. Too dumb. Yeah. Too dumb. People aren't, people are stupid, but people aren't that stupid yeah, most exactly. of the time. Now, I get nerves and all that shit, mm-hmm. but you weren't even falling. How all of a sudden did you trip all over your own feet? Your yeah, feet were exactly. two different directions, and you're like, <laughs> oh, crap, they crossed. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. Oh, I got this shotgun. 
I'm going to point it at you, but then I'm going to forget I just unloaded two shells into a fucking door. Let me reload real quick. It's slow as crap. Oh, you're right there? Let me aim it next to your head. head. I'm like, yeah. come on, man. Dude. It's, yeah. Mm, irritating. <sighs> I, I am so tempted not even to watch five and six. This is why, you know, this movie and, you know, like you said, they're going to redo uh, where they bring him back. Huh. You said it before. These two directors are going to bring. Oh, uh, Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, Leatherface. This one and that one should be very good. Right. I mean, you know, you have people who really respect the horror movie genre. Right. And respect the intelligence mm-hmm. of the audience as well. So I was reading uh, the total film cover on Halloween Kills. Yeah. And I was reading the articles in it. And Dave and Gordon Green and. Um, oh, my God. I'm drawing a blank on his name. The dude that co-wrote the movie. Danny McBride. Cannot believe oh, I forgot okay. his name for a minute. Yeah. Uh, they still have their VHS copies of that movie. Wow. That's how much it means to them. Like wow. they kept their non-existent media copies yes. yeah. <laughs> just to have and remember their childhood, you know. Just childhood memories of watching that movie. Yeah. Now, I remember seeing that VHS in my dad's closet because he kept all his radar movies in his closet. Right. Okay. So I wouldn't like stumble into him. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at him like, Dad, what is this? And he goes, you don't want to watch that. I promise you. I didn't watch it till I was an adult. Right. I wish I would have watched it as a kid. Creepy, but just iconic. Oh, Iconic yeah. as fuck. Man. And I think Don't Breathe is iconic at this point. I think so too. If not iconic, definitely a cult classic. It movie. is a cult classic because I mean, it's like I said, you know, one of my favorite movies in this kind of vein is The Collector. Yeah, I think you know it falls into that kind of creepy. Re- this shit can happen. Yeah, mine's the strangers. Mine's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's those three movies fall into the same kind of category of real enough, but you know, far fetched enough. But real enough to be like, okay, this shit actually happens. Shit. People, yeah, yeah. this exactly. could happen. Yeah, no, it's a definitely a solid flick. Yeah, definitely worth checking out in theaters. The music was cool; like it, it lended itself oh, yeah. well to the atmosphere yeah, of the movie. Yeah, it did. And just like I said, the, the story alone, like I don't understand how it's getting such a low score in Rotten Tomatoes and how well, they're hacking on the story. I understand about the critics. I can deal with the critics because yeah. I mean, like we said, we kind of. Treat them with a grain of salt. Yeah. You know? really we accept do. their opinions with a grain of salt. And, you know, not that we are, you know, the end all the be all, you know. And well, speak for yourself. Movies. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to go on without him. Was this going to be just uh, movies in black? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> there ain't no black without white. white. Ain't no white without black. Come on, bro. There's no light without the darkness, is there? Oh, but no. Um, you know, I just think they they've done such a wonderful job with that. Yes, you know, no, they really did. And like I said, I'm really excited to see. I've never seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. I've never really wanted to. Kind of like the idea of that movie kind of creeped me out a little bit too much. Oh, it's creepy, yeah. So I'm I'm hesitant to watch it. I think I, I know I can handle it, but it's just like eh. So I think I'm now knowing what I know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch it. May I watch end up all, Oh, end up watching all of them. Don't really know, but uh, I'm 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 excited to watch this one. Don't if if you're gonna go into it, um, looking forward to the next one. Yeah, the other one they're gonna don't watch the other ones. I don't know because like suck. even with Halloween, you know, I'm gonna come back to that again because it's pertinent. Um, 
they took a lot of shit that not canon anymore, obviously, but like nitpicked it in his little Easter eggs. And yeah, yeah, having this, watched yeah, them the now new, and loving right. the new one, you're right. I kind of wish I would have known those before because I think I would have enjoyed it that much more. Right, been a lot more appreciative of. It. And don't get me wrong, I'm very appreciative of that movie and I enjoy it immensely. Yeah, but I think I would have appreciated just a little bit more knowing yeah, okay. what I know now. Okay, so that's the only that's reason fair. I would watch them all. I mean, I know that they get worse as they go on. Yeah, and they even tried to do a quasi reboot sequel back in like what. 13, 12, something like that. No, not H2. It was a uh, fucking the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was oh, uh, the oh. one with um, um, where she was her cousin or something like that. His cousin. Yeah. And she ended right. up like taking care of him and she, he killed all her enemies for her. It was right. weird. I, I only saw bits and pieces of it and it was just stupid. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't a good one. It was Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yeah, that's what it was. Texas Chainsaw 3D. It came out in 2013. Hmm. Had uh, Alexandra Daddario in it. Oh, okay. And it was just I don't know, goofy ass movie. So yeah, I'm I'm happy, I'm happy they ended it as a duology with Don't Breathe. Mm-hmm. I feel the story complements itself and it worked in this format. Oh, I think so too. I think if they went to, wanted to do a third one, they could have possibly made it work, but that would have been it. Like this is not a series they could have continued. Yeah, and that that's a strong if they could have continued it. I think that would have been a uh, the third one would have been a uh, staggering boxer. But you could tell the yeah, you could tell these guys uh, they knew what they had, they knew what they were working with, right? And they ended it before it got too overdrawn, yeah, and overdone and overplayed. Yep. Um, and it worked. Yeah, and, and I, like I think, you said, I think if once you get it on Blu-ray and you can watch both of them back to back, right? It'd be the perfect just it three helps, hours. It lends itself to that. To being a classic now. Right. Because you didn't overdo it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as long as they don't try to, like, revisit the franchise down the line with Phoenix or something. No, please Just don't, don't touch it. Leave it alone. Don't, don't reboot it. Don't do don't. nothing with it. Yeah. It's perfect the way it is. It's awesome. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of movies they should have done that with. Jaws. Right. Yeah. Being one of them. <laughs> Jaws 3D. <sighs> it wasn't even Jaws 3D. It was Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> Yeah, it kills me. No, I didn't like it. 3D wasn't good, and the revenge wasn't good. Two I, is mediocre. Two is all right. I can deal with two. Right. Okay. Fine. But you're not capturing the original magic. No, no, it's very hard. Yeah. I mean, especially without Steven Spielberg back right. in director's seat, that would have been difficult. I mean, yeah. it was difficult. They didn't make it happen. No. So no, they did. There's, there's very so. few movies that can recapture. I mean, hell, even with Mission Impossible. They couldn't capture the magic of the first one and the second one too much. No. And then it wasn't really until the third one tried to reinvigorate with J.J. Abrams. And then yeah. from there on, it started to, it started it started up. spiking. Yeah, I mean, Fallout exactly. is probably one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. Yeah, okay. I love Fallout. That movie's a non-stop. It is, a, good, it is a great movie. It is a great movie. I like it. So that's one of those franchises that gets better as it goes. But mm-hmm. that that's a very rare thing anymore. So it's impressive if they leave this one alone and just right. let it rest. right. Like he rests at the end of the movie. Yeah. Dead as a doornail. Go. Fucked up. Just dead. Gone. Hey. <laughs> nah, it was cool. I enjoyed it. It's one of those he needed to go to. So. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had to go. Otherwise, they would have found a way to try to bring it back down the line. Mm. I mean, hell, they could wreck on it. It was like, oh, he was actually alive. No. Nope. No. no it never works. It very rarely does that work, too, in movies. 
Like, like key in point, right? Uh, I watched, like I said, Halloween four, mm-hmm. Return of Michael Myers. That motherfucker was toasted at the end of Halloween two. Oh yeah, I mean, literally, you saw his Charred. corpse burning. Yes, there was not almost nothing left to be found. And this, <clears throat> the new one, or not the new one, but the fourth one, it's like he has a few scars on him. Like, no, this this bitch would have been toasted. Like there would have oh. been nothing left of him. Gun for. How the hell do you expect me to believe that? I mean, I'm right. all for plausible deniability and everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to, uh, suspension of disbelief and all that right. jazz. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, this kind of shit doesn't work. No. And it, if you do that, you're really treating your audience dumb. Like they're stupid. Yeah, you're and expect you're, you're 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 shoving too much down their throat and hoping they'll just go with it. Right. And it takes a very, I'm not going to say special kind of person to tolerate that, but a, a true fan to tolerate that. And you're asking a lot, and the general audience at that point in time is not going to go for it. Yeah, but like you said, even they start going, okay, <laughs> yeah. we'll give you that mulligan. <laughs> you're fucking we'll with me here. Yeah. <laughs> mulligan. <coughs> Excuse me. I'd say so. All right. Score, bro. Give it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with an 8.2 on this one. Damn, I think it was good. Like reading my mind, man. I think it was That's a, exactly what I was going to give it. Good solid, good, solid suspense movie. Right. And it ended a... Uh, Dual G very well. Right. Good notes. Like I said, very, 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 very. I'm going to just throw in a few more of those. Very well written movie. Very, very, very. I started stuttering there for a second. Very well written movie. Tied into a knot perfectly. Yep. Fed into itself. Tied up all loose ends. Yeah. Nothing really left to the imagination at that point in time except Phoenix's future because obviously she survived. Right, but went to a child's home that she wanted to go to enough to where you know that was gives her a happy ending, quasi happy, yeah, ending. quasi yeah. happy ending. We we all know how homeless shelters could possibly be sometimes, well, yeah. But you know, it, for her story, it worked. It mm-hmm. fit. It was over. It was done. And I quite frankly want to watch them back to back. Like I said, right. I'll watch it again, and I may even watch it again after that. Who knows? Right. You know how right. I get with my movies sometimes. There you um. Go. Now I had a critique the other day. That I've been meaning to share with you. Somebody told me, and they will go unnamed, that we are very generous with our scores. Now, the only reason they'll go unnamed, because I Uh cannot for the life of me remember who fucking told me. So that's the only reason they're getting ambiguous here, because otherwise I throw them under a bus. But they said that we're very generous with our scores. Now, I explained it. I was like, to us, a good movie is anything above like a six or seven. Right. Like, we appreciate the movies for what they are the hard work that go into them and we yes. can understand it. So we feel like we're doing a disservice. Like once we start to get below five, we're shitting on, shitting the, movie. on the movie. Yeah. And you know, the only time we really hit a movie hard was snake eyes and lonely guys. Well, yeah. But yeah. recently, recent, exactly. movies, recent movies, snake eyes was the one we shit on the most. Right. Because it deserved it in our eyes. No, it did. And you know that I wouldn't say we're generous with the scores. We're trying to be realistic in a sense that to us, you know, a good movie is a seven or an eight. Like, you, right. you know, if you get higher than that, you're starting to get into like, no movie's ever a masterpiece. So when we give it a 10, no. that's what our definition of close to a masterpiece yeah. is. I would, I don't think I'll ever give a movie a 10. Uh, it depends on the movie. I, I won't, I won't say no to it because right. there have been movies where I'm just like, right. just woof. I just look like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like uh, evaluating, you know, employees or something like that. You know, you can never, they can never attain a five. If it's on a scale of five, you know, it's always like, okay, you got a four. Right. Even if you're doing your job, great, perfect, whatever, you know. Uh, but I think 
you know, giving it a ten, giving it a ten, it's hard. It's very hard. It'd right. be incredibly difficult. So that that's kind of why we do the scores we do. Like we said, we we just appreciate movies. Oh yeah, for what they are. I mean, we wouldn't do this if we didn't. Yeah. Are you fucking high, Clarice? Speaking of Snake Eyes, it's sitting at thirty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is the one time I technically agreed with most critics. Yeah, seventy four on audience score. Were we in the are minority on this one? No. No, I didn't think so. Because I've looked around, I've waited for a couple of weeks and checked out other people's reviews, checked out, you know, people who've gone and seen it uh, that I've known. Right. And they they don't like it either. Yeah. It's, it's like, come movie. on. It a, was a bad, bad movie. I'll tell you what, though. I'm a little spoiler for Free Guy. This was the week to go to the movies. Oh, man. yeah. So. Yeah. But guess what? We'll see you all next time at Free Guy. Yeah. Anything else, bud? (laughs) No, that's it. All right. Peace is out. Peace out. I've been Kendrick. And I've been Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening.